I also want to point out real quickly that a lot of uh, cults, so a cult, yeah. you know, like something that comes out of Christianity that does not directly believe in what Christianity is, um, they all, all have central themes. And one of those themes is um, a distortion of, you know, what God intended for um, marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like we look at um, the stuff that happened in Waco, Texas with that crazy dude. You know, he was sleeping with a bunch of people. He had multiple wives. I, it just, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a bad sign when you know there's there's the blatant marriage is messed up. There's yeah. blatant sin, and um, and you're saying you're yeah. What to do, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Truth Podcast. We are here sharing more truth with you. Hopefully, that inspires you to go seek it on your own. Alec is here, right here. How Sean you doing, is Sean? Here too. Sean yep. is here. Yep. We are How you here. feeling, dude? I'm good. You know, it's been a tough week. Been feeling kind of, you know, crappy. Is it a tough stuff, week because the Kansas City Chiefs lost? <laughs> is that why it's tough for you? I, it's, I, I I saw parts of the game. You know, not like a full. I need to rewatch like the whole game. But man. It's it's Tom Brady's the even greatest. you couldn't have liked that. It was no fun at all. It's just oh, killing. I was happy. I was so happy. It was the best game of my life. Just watching the Tom best. Brady be <laughs> the greatest ever. You know, you know. I thought about it, and I've never watched football without Tom Brady. That's crazy. Yeah, because like two thousand, like two thousand was like his rookie yeah. year. Two thousand. I was born in ninety eight. I didn't start comprehending things till what two thousand one, two thousand two. And he was winning Super Bowls by like two thousand four. So That's my life, dude. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's the greatest day of my life. It's he's so good. He just it just seems like if you put him on a team, he's gonna play good. But everyone around him is Plays just better. Yeah, and it could be the defense, like something he doesn't even control. And it just seems like these guys are ten times better because he's on the team. Is Tom Brady the greatest athlete in sports? I was just thinking that he's like. I mean, he's already the greatest football player, but he may be the greatest greatest. You know, because I the think greatest greatest. I think he beats Jordan. You know, Jordan has he six. He has those. seven. Yeah. I mean, it's not really about that though, because Bill Russell has what ten? Eleven. So, Eleven. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a hard compare. And there's like Bill 10, Russell's not that great. It, how dare you? I mean, I mean he's great, but he'd be like, like he's there's not like, like ten teams in the NBA, so it he's kind of like yeah. When you only have like ten teams in the NBA, like it, it's a little easier possibly to win. And you're the only six foot plus guy on yeah. the court and the rest of them look like me for sure you know but it's close i mean <laughs> i'm just saying it's just unless you're like maybe the tiger woods is and like the serena williams like those type of people that are super dominant could compare but as far as like team sports i think tom brady wins in the team sport category for sure you see that he said we're gonna come back next year do you he's, see that he's never gonna retire he's never gonna, he's retire. gonna be a cyborg playing football in 100 years from now he's gonna have to get dragged off the field oh yeah <laughs> his wife probably but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's been an interesting couple of weeks i don't know i feel like um the last time we recorded we did one on we did a podcast on islam yeah and that was pretty successful i think you know we uh oh i mean by successful i mean we enjoyed it it was a lot of fun for sure a lot of fun we kind of wanted to continue the theme we're not going to do this for like the next we're going to this is the last one we're going to do for now mm. um but then we're going to do some more religions but we're going to do another religion today um kind of going to call it world religions 101 yeah um just because we're giving the very basic info we're definitely not experts like you said last time and i don't know i'm not you know i think people need to realize that you know both of us 
are pretty low on the church staff, like <laughs> totem pole right now and seat seniority and all that good stuff. Yeah. We don't really know a lot, but we're, we do research. Yeah, but we're definitely not experts <laughs> on any of these religions. And, you know, we, we've taken college classes on world religion and that yeah. type of thing. But we've never been a part of these religions, you know, so we're reading from secondhand accounts of, you know, maybe people in the religion or what the religion themselves says is their core beliefs and that type of thing. So, yeah, but we agree this one we're doing today. um, Introduce the topic for us. Roll, please. Yeah. So we're going to be focusing on the the Mormon faith today. So I think this was one that we really wanted to do just because I don't know about you, but. We live here in Las Vegas, wherever you're listening to this. We're very close to Utah, which is kind of like their headquarters. Like, you know, that's their Death Star for this religion. Their Death Star. <laughs> oh, my. And there's a lot of Mormons out here. I grew up, you know, in school with Mormons. Um, there's always. Churches and yeah. Mormons. They always put them right next to the schools, too, because, you know, the Mormons go to their temple and then and then go to school, whatever. Is it called a temple or a church? I think. Okay. I think it's temple and then there's churches, too. Oh, okay. I don't know the lingo exactly, but. And I've had bosses that were Mormon and that type of mm-hmm. thing. And Mormons are really big out here. So I think we've all known Mormons or been around Mormons. So it's a it's a hot topic and something that I think we should know for sure. Yeah. You know what's crazy is like uh, I grew up in Vegas also. And, you know, I lived right next to a Mormon church. So you see them all the time, you know, riding their yeah. bicycles and all that good stuff. But I, when I went to England, you know, it's England. You I'm, on the, it, I'm yeah. on the opposite side of the world, kind of close, close enough. I'm so far away and I was running into people left and right um, that were Mormon and so and um, missionaries, which we're going to talk about how, what, what they do and all that. But missionaries, young guys my age that were overseas trying to convert as many people. And listen, I was not in like, you guys probably, if you're American, you probably know nothing about geography. So I'm going to say this. You have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. But um, I wasn't in London, like a super, you know, big city. I was in York, which is like a really, really small town all the way up north, almost in Scotland. Like we were two hours from from the border. So they were all the way up there. It's crazy that they're all over the place. And I think we as um, just people that live here probably interact like out of all the religions we're going to talk about other than like new age and and atheists. probably Mormons going to be the one that we interact with that and Jehovah's witness, right? We For interact sure. with the most because I think number one, they're really prevalent in the area that we're growing up in, in America. Um, and if you live somewhere else, awesome. Um, you probably know somebody, you know, we, they all look the same in their bicycles and stuff like that. So you've probably <laughs> seen them. Yeah. Um, but also because they're very evangelic evangelistic for sure. Evangelistically, whatever they're they, they share the their gospel they, they a are, lot yeah whereas like we talked about islam islam they share their faith and stuff but they're not they're like if you don't want to follow we don't care same thing with Jews yeah. and that type of thing it's like this is our religion if you want to be part of it cool if you don't then i don't care where like you said we probably all have had mormons um knock on our doors at some point you know you got the answers or don't answer i've answered before and it's so much fun i enjoy that stuff so much but at a certain point it's just like now i don't answer because they're you know they have their agenda and it's like you know we can get into that when we talk about like ministering to them and stuff but yeah they're they're on their bikes um funny story one time this is when i was like 17 years old and you know i was like you know probably i was like the bad kid almost you know like you know probably scared yet so i guess it was like 16 i'm trying to think i was saved at 16 late 16 whatever but um, 
there was Mormons um, on their bikes, like riding past me. And I'm like, oh, they're going to like stop and try to talk to me. They just rode right by me. And I remember it breaking my heart. Like, man, even the Mormons don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, funny so. story. I was in England uh, with my friend Jack. We're going to uh, have him on the podcast next week. Um, my friend Jack is from England. We're going to have him on the podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure to tune into that, tune into that episode. But we were walking and, uh, and you guys know me, like, like I look right now, I wear beanies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, for some reason, these guys thought we were, we were bad boys or whatever. So they come up to us and they were like, Hey, are you guys Christians? And we're like, yeah, we're Christians. And they're like, Oh, we are too, which some we're getting into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, they were like, we thought you guys were going to cuss us out. We just were, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the heck? Why are you judging us? What the heck? We're not judging you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, it started an interesting conversation, you know, but, but let's get into it. Sure. Um, Understanding Mormonism is, I think, the first step into um, this path that we want to go down. Uh, understanding where they came from, what their key beliefs are. So it all started with a dude named Joseph Smith. So yeah. what, it, I mean, we don't really want to go too far back, but how did this religion start for them in, in, in their minds? Yeah, and, and definitely fill in any gaps um, or any dates or something like that. It's definitely a newer religion, like kind of 1800s, early 1800s, is, is I believe. So... It was Joseph Smith in New York found, he believed he, the, the accounts are different. He either heard from a, an angel, what, Raboni or something like that, yeah. or he heard, heard from Jesus and the Father yep, about both. these, yeah, about these golden, like, tablets, kind of golden tablets that had the inspired word of God, and God led him to where it was, and with the help of what he called the seer stone, he was able to read these and kind of interpret. And the whole reason was he believed that the word of God was corrupted, like from the last 2000 years throughout the Roman church and all this stuff. And this was God bringing it back to, this is the accurate thing. So this is the inspired word of God and it trumps um, what the Bible was at that time. Mm. So that's kind of a little bit of like the inspiration of where it started and that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really was confused mm-hmm. when when I was I was doing my studies on this because I like like you just alluded to, I found two different versions of what happened and they were both from Mormon websites. Yeah. So I'm not doing my research on like Christian websites because you know, I want to get as close to the the real thing as possible, yeah, right? Yeah. I actually read the book parts of the book of Mormon for this episode. So y'all better be really proud of me because <laughs> uh, I'm proud of myself. So I heard that angels led him to discover these golden plates. And I also yeah. heard that Jesus Christ and God, which remember that they think those are separate people, not one, um, led him to these golden plates. And those golden plates, they had like ancient Egyptian writing on it yeah. and he was able to translate them. Um, we were discussing this right before. It seems as if either, there's a couple options, either Joseph Smith is the only person who ever saw those tablets or it was anywhere from three to eight people that during saw, that time yeah. that saw that. But but they don't have the plates anymore, if I'm Yeah, not according mistaken. to Mormon belief is that after he interpreted it, the, the plates, the original plates that he said were written in ancient Egypt that God let him read were taken back up into heaven by That's the right. angel Boney. So, um, yeah, you're not going to find them. As far as the seer stones that he believed... Um, that he used to read them. He would like put the seer stones like in a hat and kind of like look in the hat or something. He believed they were stones that were touched by Jesus. And that's why they were like a glowing stone type thing. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong. The plates were 
were they put there by like ancient Jews that came over to America? Yeah. That came over to America, I think they said before the fall of Jerusalem and that type of thing. Yeah. And Which I don't really know how they did that, but Yeah, they got in a boat like a certain Jewish people and they came to America and you know, they brought the scriptures with them and these were scriptures that they but that weren't, you know, messed up by the Roman church because they were brought to America and all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. We don't have evidence of that through archaeology that there were these Jews that came. We don't have evidence of, of anything that they say <laughs> through archaeology. It's very our studies were very it's it's a crazy weird If we thing. say things that are contradicting, it's not probably not our fault because they it's, confusing. it's really confusing. And honestly, like we when we do these studies, we're not like these um we're trying not to be these Christians who are standing on our pedestal because we have everything figured out. We really don't. We want to like understand what these people believe and yeah. why they believe it. I'm just going to be honest with you. It was freaking confusing. I did hours of study, um, just like watching videos and reading certain things and like, oh, ex-Mormon this. And just from the, their official YouTube pages and stuff, watching videos. Yeah, it's 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 all over the place with a it lot is. of this stuff. So It totally yeah. is. They recognize, obviously, so um, they don't like to be called Mormons. They like to be called the Church of the Latter-day Saints. Yeah. And the reason of that, because they believe, you know, obviously we know what the word saint means, um, and they believe they're living the latter days. So they're the special re- revelation to, has been given to them. They believe that the Bible is partly true, but they believe there's errors in it, like you said, because yeah. of the church, the Catholic church. Um, but they also believe that Christianity, they believe they're Christians, but Christianity is like you and I are separate from God because we don't believe in the whole truth, Yeah. right? If we've been revealed the whole truth, but we haven't believed it. Um, so yeah, you know, they think that um, in the end, all tribes of Israel will be united in America yep. under the rule of Jesus Christ. Did you find that also? Yeah, USA. <laughs> is this just another, do I really want to say this? Is this just another example of self-focused Americans America, trying to make everything about for themselves? Sure. For sure. Because <laughs> that's happened in the church right now. But yeah. That's a different story. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there was, um, members of the early church did engage quite a bit in polygamy. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, there's been a lot of beliefs that they have resyndicated. Um, there's only a small group now that that Practice engage polygamy, yeah. polygamy openly anyway yeah. that which, we know of. which polygamy is having more than one wife right type thing just some information um kind of what happened to joseph smith you know and yeah. all that stuff so he was in new york i believe illinois as well um and he was being kicked out of certain places and all this stuff and you know a lot of people didn't like the mormons you know all that stuff serving go- the governments of illinois and all that stuff but he had multiple wives and th- this is probably like looked at different in different places too, but had multiple wives and the printing press in Illinois posted, you know, that, you know, he has multiple wives, all this stuff. He denied it, all this stuff. And then he sent people to destroy the printing press and kind of like take over, like mm-hmm. destroy that place that printed that. He was arrested for that back then. It was really big. You know, that was a free, that was the printing press. That was like the truth. That was really big back then. Mm -hmm. And he was brought to prison where rioters came and, you know, he was said to be killed in that riot with the prison because of people trying trying to kill him, that type of thing. And for persecution, a big part of them went to Utah. Yeah. To kind of be safe and that type of thing. And that's why they're in Utah now. It was really interesting how much persecution they went through, which just is really sad. You know, Mm. they... Um, they were labeled actually like legally 
the government labeled them as enemies of the state, yeah. which is crazy. Um, really crazy. Uh, I think it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and basically gave freedom to people to, um, to, you know, violently persecute them, anybody who called themselves a Mormon or a saint of the latter days or whatever. Um, which was really interesting to think, to, to understand they were really persecuting America. And like you said, that's why they went to Utah, which was outside of America's borders at that point. Um, so that's how that worked out. Um, but Brigham Young was the one who led them to Salt Lake City, which is now Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, and we know that name because of BYU, the college. It's, you know, obviously all that. Um, and another key belief that I found personally was, you know, like we talked about earlier, they have a really high focus on missionary work. So young members um, travel all over the world for up to two years to spread their message. And that's not required, but highly, highly encouraged for every young person to travel the world. And honestly, um, I wish we did that. That's pretty cool. You know, traveling the world's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I used to have a boss. I think he said who I, I used to be a milkman, you know, shout out. A milkman? I used to be a milkman. Shout out to Winter Farms, you know. It was a Utah-based company. I had a lot of jobs, like, from 17 to 21. Oh, my. Yeah, fun fun story. But, um, yeah, we would deliver the milk to the houses and stuff. It was, like, fresh milk from Utah. It's actually Crazy. really good milk. Um, but my boss was from Utah and was, like, a hardcore, you know, Mormon and all that stuff. And I think he said he went overseas to, you know, do his missions and all that stuff. And, you know, whole story, married super young and didn't drink coffee, even though we got up at, like, 5 a.m. That's why that I couldn't do this. Yeah, that's the other thing. They don't drink coffee as well they see it almost as like a a drug in a sense which caffeine is a drug but <laughs> don't talk about my Alex, caffeine like that this is why i can never be a more <laughs> <laughs> oh man no way yeah um other things yeah so polygamy was stopped like i believe it was like 1890 around that time they kind of took it away um because of you know the, the changing times and all that some certain sects still believe in polygamy and all that stuff because they believe that's what god wanted and that was the inspired thing that joseph smith taught um black people not being allowed in the church till the 1970s is another huge one which 1970 1970s that's not a long time it was ago not a long time ago <laughs> because they believe there's certain scriptures in their or writings i guess in their mormon their mormon book they believe that Cain's mark when he killed his brother Abel was that he got dark skin. So having yeah. dark skin is the mark of Cain and you're a descendant of Cain and all this stuff. So in sin, basically. Yeah, you are in sin. Your descendants were in sin. This is why you have dark skin, that type of thing. So yeah, 1970. That's not a long time ago. No, my my parents were like in high school. In the 70s, know, so. For real. That's not a long time ago. Yeah. There was a, there's a lot of like things we can get into. Um, you know, they have stories of great battles that happened in America, you know, different tribes fighting with Jesus and stuff like that, yeah. you know, um, and all that good stuff there. I just want to say, like, I haven't seen anything that provides archaeological evidence for any of the things that they talk sure. about in America and the areas that, um, they have control over that they say things happened in. Um, they don't let any digging happen. Yeah. So they have a couple temples that are on these places where great battles were fought and stuff like that. And they, uh, they won't let anybody dig in them, which is interesting. If you compare that to um, the Bible, there's yeah. so much archeological evidence that backs up what the Bible says. So um, I don't know what that says about them, but 
I do think that they have some um, some holes in their religion and just sure. like a couple of things that we talked about, you know, not being able to understand what is the truth, even in their own, um, you know, their own beliefs. I was reading commentaries on their book and they said things. It's really scary because it says, you know, very similar things to the Bible. But it was interesting. They were said, you know, you have to look at the original, um, the original language for this. And I was just like, well, what original language? Nobody's ever seen the the golden plates. So yeah. how do you know that's what the original language said? Because obviously difference in, in the Bible, we have um, the biblical text that go all the way back. You know, we can talk about the Dead Sea Scrolls and stuff like that to the Hebrew and to the Greek. Before Jesus. Before, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, the Greek getting very, very close to almost the original date when they were written. And then being the same then to when we have now. But not only that, but having the original language, you yeah. know is really important and they don't really have that I'm not trying to hate but i'm just yeah saying, I'm, you know, i know i'm trying not to hate too much i mean they are so they are really really nice people and they do amazing things for charity and all that stuff and like they are very gracious people but like looking at joseph smith and you know at during his time he 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 kind of seemed like a con man for sure they said he um this is during the age when it was like you know take this potion and you'll be strong or take that you know like those like healing type weird stuff mm -hmm. back then you know people going on that and he he would tell people he had he knew where things were like a, a big thing back then was finding native american burial sites and like grave robbing them and stuff and he would tell people like i know that this is here like give me money and to fund me so i could go get it and i'll come back and share it with you you know <laughs> so you know these plates were almost like a one of those things for sure like he was he was funded to go find these plates and that type of thing and then when he, he said he found the plates, he wouldn't let those people see it because he said God told him only I could see it, Yeah, you know, and all this stuff. So it's pretty sketched to really me. weird stuff. And he kept asking for funding because he's like, I, I can't take them. I have to wait three years or something and just weird stuff. I also want to point out real quickly that a lot of uh, cults, so a cult, yeah. you know, like something that comes out of Christianity that does not directly believe in what Christianity is, um, they all, all have central themes and one of those themes is um a distortion of you know what god intended for um marriage you know what i mean yeah. so like we look at um the stuff that happened in waco texas with that crazy dude you know he was sleeping with a bunch of people he had multiple wives i it just you know it's yeah. a it's a it's a bad sign when you know there's there's the blatant marriage is messed up there's blatant yeah. sin and um and you're saying you're yeah. being and there's revealed also, from God. <laughs> and like, there's also belief. And, you know, this is more, this is not from the Mormon church, but kind of from the people of those times that he, he got pregnant. A, um, I think they said it was like a maid or something like that. And to, to kind of justify that, he said, God told me that, you know, polygamy is okay. And then he had two wives and that's kind of what started the whole polygamy thing. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It just seemed like he justified how he wanted to live by, you know, oh, God told me this, you know, so now it's okay. Is that thing? Yeah. So, Let's interesting in, man, for sure. Very interesting. <laughs> Let's get into the differences between Christianity and Mormon, Mormonism, yeah. because this is really important because they call themselves Christians. We need to understand that they're not, right? And we need to understand that um, what the difference is. So... Let's talk about the differences between Mormonism and Christianity. Uh, let's start with God, because there's mm. a huge disagreement with who God is. For sure. And like you said, that's a big tactic they'll do if they try, 
try to talk to be like, oh, I'm a Christian too, you know? And that's kind of them trying to get your guard down and that type of thing. They don't see Jesus as the same level as the Father. You know, they seem as separate separate beings and Jesus isn't God to them, but the son of God, you know? So I think them, just how we did with the Islam one, looking at Jesus is a great way to see the different religions and they don't put Jesus on the same level as we do as Christianity and as the Bible does. So I think that's the main thing with God for them for sure. Yeah. They definitely, they separate out the three beings, mm-hmm. Jesus, the Holy spirit and God. Um, also there's a heavenly mother. So God, which is Elohim, yeah. Uh, has a wife and um, and then also in p- throughout their you know when you get to heaven or the, one of their heavens you can almost become a god there's yeah. multiple gods all over the place so uh, a lot different than what we believe obviously we believe in the unity of the three in one um, three different persons all in one god which is really important um, so there's that's completely different um, also, the afterlife is really different. Yeah. So there's like outer darkness, which is where like the the worst of the worst go, I guess. Um, there's three kingdoms, they call them. So like three levels of heaven. Yeah. Am I right so far? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the celestial heaven, the terrestrial heaven or kingdom, and then the ter- telestial <laughs> kingdom. So celestial, terrestrial, <laughs> telestial. This is dope. I didn't have the name. So <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> killing it. Um. And all different, all three have different levels. So the first one is like, if you, you know, you didn't accept the revelation, but you were a good person, you go in that one. If you, you know, kind of walked and you go into the second one. And then if you were really, really good, you went to the last one. So kind of um, hope for a lot more people. Yeah, (laughs) it's definitely a religion that has, you know, there's hope. You could even accept the belief after you die type thing, you know. And one of the things they believe in is, um, baptizing for the dead so if somebody dies who was not a mormon you could like you could get baptized for them and then they believe when that happens in your afterlife wherever you are now you have a decision you know and outer darkness is for somebody who knows that this is the truth now they're in the afterlife and all this stuff and they still reject it right you know in their like why would you do that at that point you know so pretty much everyone's going to get into one of these levels of heaven um, and then the, the very top level is where God is and all this stuff. And that's if you were a devout Mormon, you know? Mm-hmm. So for instance, in their religion, they would believe we would probably go to the second heaven oh, or really? possibly the third. So oh, yeah. That's nice. yeah. So, but we don't get to be in the first, you know, with, with all the, the cool stuff, you know, with that said, salvation is a huge, huge thing that I want to talk about today Yeah, because I think this is this lie in this lies a lot of different answers. Number one, like huge differences between us and, and Mormons, but also how we can minister to Mormons. Mm-hmm. All of this is kind of wrapped in this. So uh, when it talks about salvation, um, how, how do they, how do you receive salvation in the Mormon church? I would say it's tough. Cause I, I think it is, they don't believe in original sin from what I looked up. They don't believe that Adam sinned and it kind of, you know, we are the the sons of Adam and we need to become the sons of Jesus. But they believe that, you know, we are accountable for our works, which makes them very work based from like my research and that type of thing. So I think, and I would love to hear what you say, more works based and being saved by that than actually like, as we believe, you know, putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the things that I found were baptism is a huge one. Salvation comes through baptism, faith, repentance, and confirmation. And confirmation is just like um, 
just other like sacraments that they take part in. Yeah, you know that they they that they do in their um their temples and stuff like that. But what was really interesting is that like you know we hear faith and repentance we're like oh it's pretty similar to us. But this is one of the biggest arguments that I think is really important when we're discussing with Mormons is that you know they believe that you have to do to be saved, yes. which is really important. Everybody knows. I hope you know, if you don't know, read Romans or Galatians, that we are saved not by our works, but by by grace, faith through grace. It is not not nothing of us, but it's a gift through God by God. And Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, yeah. and that not of yourselves. It is a gift from God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So very clearly in the Bible, we are not saved by our works. We are saved by grace. And then our works that we do are a representation of our love for God, right? It comes afterwards. Mm. But I'm bringing some verses from the Book of Mormon. Ooh, you ready? I'm excited. Um, this is in the last book. It's called Moroni. Cool name. Shout out to Moroni. Shout out to Moroni, <laughs> wherever you are, uh, wherever you're at. Um, chapter 10, verse 32. Uh, Come unto Christ and be perfected in him and deny yourself of all ungodliness. And you shall deny yourself of all ungodliness and love God with all your might mind and strength then is his grace sufficient for you so we read that and my worry is that normal like just christians will be like oh that sounds pretty pretty close we have something about loving our lord our god with all our heart mind soul and strength you know that's it and then then it says this grace is sufficient for you and that we're supposed to come to christ and we'll be perfected in him great but if you really look at that verse what it's saying is that you have to do all these things and then grace will be sufficient for you. Yeah. And this is the greatest difference in in the re- the worldview and the religion, in my opinion, is that in our religion and what we believe, it's God's grace is sufficient, and because of that, we can do everything else. And then understanding grace, grace is not only the gift of everlasting life, grace is also the ability to love him and to do the things that he wants us to do, right? So... This is really important because if 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 grace doesn't if grace comes after our works, then it's no longer God reaching to us; it's us reaching to God, and then we have something to boast in. Like Paul was so vigilant in saying that we don't have something to boast in in all of his books that he wrote. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like it's we're saying we can go to heaven and be with Jesus because of what Jesus did, where they're saying we can get to this top level of heaven because of what we did and we could even you know rule a planet or be on the same level as jesus because of our works and following these sacraments and all the things like you said so it's it's the complete opposite of what christianity teaches and i think it goes into you know they they hold their book higher than the holy scriptures you know yeah and what does the bible tell us don't add one word you know to this prophecy mm-hmm. to these scriptures and that's what they did and the bible also says i forget what book it's in i think i think john says it maybe jude like Beware an angel may come to you dressed in white, giving you another mm. gospel. Mm-hmm. What is their story? Raboni coming to them dressed in white, telling him about scary. this other gospel. That's super so scary. Maybe, maybe Joseph Smith did see something, and it yeah. was literally like a demon like giving him this, you know. Yeah, maybe. A strong diversion by Satan, um, perverting the view of Scripture and perverting the view of Jesus. And how many people are Mormons now? It's a growing religion. And millions of people that, you know, believe this skewed view of Jesus and, and the scriptures. So, yeah, it's crazy. You know, there's such a, there's such a huge difference in that. And they call themselves, you know, Christians, but obviously they don't believe that the Bible is the word of the complete word of God. Um, You know, it has to be translated correctly and it has to be not, you know, 
um, all that type of stuff. They don't believe the Bible in its entirety is what we have today, at least, yeah. is the inspired word of God. And we don't believe that, you know, and there's archaeological evidence to prove what we believe, you know. Like we talked about the Dead Sea Scrolls, the almost the entire Old Testament is word for word, you know, written on those Dead Sea Scrolls as we have it today, which is insane. You know, it's the same thing. Um, and we can see all that. And, you know, it's only it's really important to remember also, like you said, we have to go back to Jesus for them. He's not the, you know, there's billions of sons of daughters of God. Yeah. Right. He's, he's one of many. He's also equal to Satan. He's actually brothers with Satan yeah. himself. And this is so important because, you know, is our Jesus, the one who gives us, who's the savior of the world, uh, equal with other people? No, he's not. He's God himself, you know, and that's why it's so important um, to hold on to the closeness of scripture. Yeah. Because it's so easily manipulated. You look at these ver- this verse that I shared and it's like, you know, you read that real quick and it's like, oh yeah, it sounds like the same thing, but you really have to know your Bible. You really have to understand what you believe in for you to be able um, to defend your faith against a Mormon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think going into ministering to them, you know, I think Mormons have been very private, like throughout their whole history, you know, like running from the thing, you know, they, that you can't go into their church services unless you're Mormon. You can't be part of their like weddings, all this stuff. They're very private, like religion. And most of them, their converts, they grow up in it, you know? So you may say, how can someone believe like this stuff when there's so much inaccuracy and like craziness and like, you know, no one could see this except for me and now we don't have it. So who knows? But if you've been told this your whole life and you're like, you know, our age now, like it's hard to just switch that off. So I think a lot of people come to Mormons and they're like, oh, you're so stupid. How can you believe this stuff? All that. And then, you know, it's, they've been believing it their whole time and they're just going to go back to their people type thing. So I think not bashing them for their beliefs and just listening to them and then just telling them to look for the evidence for themselves. You know, it's very hard. Like, I don't think it's very, very hard to like minister to a Mormon. I've had Mormon friends, you know, who I've talked to and that stuff. And just like, it's such a brainwashing and it's such a family religion and they don't want to be excommunicated from their family or that type of thing. And it's just, it's a culture and they don't want to leave that culture is a big thing. Yeah. I think like, I'm probably going to say this with every religion that we do, but you should befriend them before you try to convert them. You know, like anything else, you trust your friends and you, you value what they say more than you would if it was just a stranger. And unfortunately Christians love an opportunity to bash Mm -hmm. the Mormon religion but all that does is make them feel like you were per- they were persecuted and they'll keep going. Like you're not helping the situation yeah. at all, you know, like and Christians do this, you know, if they are, you know, holding Bibles out and someone says, get that out of my face. Oh, I was persecuted. I'll keep going. You know, like we, we did this all the time. And so do they, if you're going to bash them for what they believe in, uh, most likely they're not going to listen to you. They're just going to have more fire to, to share with either with you or with somebody else. You know, that's, that's what they're taught. So, you have to learn to love them first. You have to learn to be their friend. And then also, like you said, you show them, but wait, this is what the Bible says. Oh, well, that's translation. No, it's not. Let's look at the, let's look at, let's look at history. Let's look at archeological evidence. Show me yours. Where does yours come from? And, Mm -hmm. but gently and lovingly, like everything else, you know, the love of God is what leads us to, to the kindness of God is what leads us to repentance, right? That's what, what Romans says. And we're supposed to display God's love. So we should also, even to people that we disagree with, which is really important, I think. Yeah. And like that, like you said, when they go to the door and someone opens it and they're just like getting bashed by them, like, you know, all this stuff, they're just getting more motivated. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, we're doing it for the Lord. And for they go real. to the next one. So 
trying to have those conversations with them. Like one thing I've done is like, I'll, I would have a conversation with them. Like if they stopped me on the street and that stuff and I'd be like, I'd be like, Oh, can I get your email? Like we could talk about this like more like in a more civilized. Cause in those types of settings, it turns into like a huge debate. And I think we've both seen that with different religions where it's just going back and forth, trying to get your point across yep. and that's not going to help anything. That's yeah. just, you know, it's making both sides, you know, really stand their ground even more, you know, so that for doesn't real. help. Agreed. Hope this was a good podcast for you. I enjoyed it. I think that uh, we tried to do our best to spotlight the religion Mormonism and to understand what they believe. I've got a couple resources linked down below um, that um, you can check out the scripture verses from um, the Book of Mormon that I shared and then also some um, some interviews that we watched. And um, so feel free to check that out. But hopefully this gives you some insight and hopefully this inspires you to share your faith with somebody. And that's really the goal of all of this is to have more um, understanding of different, what di- people, diff- what, <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't speak today, <laughs> what other people believe so that we can share our faith in a, a more uh, understanding For way, sure. you know, yeah. so. Have a great day, everybody. Hope to see you soon. Make sure to check back next Wednesday for the next podcast special interview with Jack Doyle. Can't wait. Yes. Can't wait for it. Peace, everybody. Peace.